podcasts have a problem. Think about it. How many podcasts did you start and abandon before you found this one? Every article that promises podcasting's greatest hits features the same 10 shows everyone's already heard of. And the podcast app that you're playing this on, they're recommending the same podcast to you that they are to your high school gym teacher. Heard FM, a personalized podcast app, believes you deserve a unique podcast experience with recommendations tailored to your interests. Because when you recommend the same thing to everyone, you're not giving anyone the attention they deserve. When you download the app, you'll set up your interest profile. And every Monday, you'll receive a new batch of podcasts that are made just for you. So stop looking for podcasts. Herd FM already found them for you. Download Herd FM on iOS and Android now. Today's episode of Super Ordinary is brought to you by Insufficient Facts, a science-based panel podcast. Join three science graduate students as they explore different current and past research topics as they pursue their PhDs. Stick around at the end of our episode for a sneak peek of their show. Listen, it's not that I don't want to talk to mom about this. It's just that you get me more than mom does, you know? We've always clicked a little better when you're awake, I mean. And either way, you've always been better at not freaking out when I mess up, so. You know, it won't even be cool for her to get mad, even though, you know, she's totally going to because she always is, but she knows I've got these powers and she knows I'm doing something with them. Like, she doesn't know the extent to which I'm completely risking my life, but... She's also not asking, so what's she really going to say about it? I don't know why these powers chose me, Dad. And I know you'd probably say something about the powers not having a mind of their own, not being able to choose anything. You'd say something Dad-like and reassuring, like they're part of me, or I was chosen for the chance to do something good for the people around me, but that's not how it feels. It feels like... Like we're playing one of those video games you love, right? And at the beginning, everyone gets to choose their own fighter and their outfits and their special combos. Aiden chose some sick-ass guy with the biggest damage score you can imagine. And Jen snags one of those really hot girls that can also surprise choke you out with her thighs. But it's like my controller glitched and I got the random parasite that takes over the whole time, taking what it wants and making me take what it wants, and it never shuts up. And everyone got the chance to make a choice, but... My guy came along and just bit me on the ass, and everyone's like, it's not that big of a deal. You've got all the power in the world, you know? What's so bad about getting to create a perfectly in order world? And I was trying. You know, you know what? The one thing I got to pick out for myself was my mask. Jen helped, of course, but she let me pick out the design and the color, and you'd like it. Aiden calls it dramatic, and Jen calls it a statement piece. I call it blue, but... Jen says it's more of a cerulean, whatever you want to call it. It's the right color. It's the right fit. It's the right material that doesn't make me sweat and get pimples on my forehead. It's right, and it's mine, and now... Oh, I'm, I'm so sorry, sweetheart. I, I didn't know you were in here. It's, it's okay. I should head out anyways. I've probably upset him enough for today. It's good that you come. I'm sorry? He's always a, a bit more settled after you do. Good charts, more activity. Oh, um, my mom always says that, but I thought that was just her being, I don't know, hopeful, I guess. 
can't hurt to be hopeful in these times. Sometimes people just need someone or something to give them a reason to be. So, how do we do this? I've uh, never really done this on purpose. Really? Uh, have I ever purposely used my weird powers to put someone into a paralyzed state where they relive one of their worst memories until I remember to let go? No, I can't say that I have. <sighs> okay, jeez. Make me sound a little more crazy for wanting to do this, why don't you? Sorry, I'm, I'm just, I'm really, really nervous, okay? Don't be. You're going to do great. You barely know me. I, I'm trying to be supportive and encouraging. Isn't that what this place is all about? Supporting your fellow powered and scared shitless man? Yeah, it's just... What if it goes wrong? I mean, every single person this has happened to has been a mess after. Yeah, but I wasn't. And I'm not going to be. I have a plan, Harvey. And it's going to work. We're gonna make a killer team, okay? Fine. Yeah, fine. Okay, let's just... Uh, let's just do it. Just, um... Take, take my hand, I, I, I guess. Okay. Bailey, here I come. How long is this supposed to take? I don't know, it's usually pretty instant. Well, nothing's happening. Annika? Okay, here we go. Bailey, are you here? Annika, you here? Cole? How did I get Cole? Harvey, can you hear me? Annika, are you in there? Your mom let me in. Harvey, can you hear me? This is... This is... This is the wrong one. It's not the memory I want. Annika, are you okay? I heard something fall. No, 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 no. Harvey! Annika, seriously, what's going on? Don't come in here! Annika, if something's wrong, I can help. No, 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 just, just give me a second. You can do this. You can just, just take, just take a deep breath. I don't want to watch this, Harvey. I don't want to watch it. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Pinky, ring, middle, index, thumb. You got this. Annika, seriously, you're freaking me out. Hey. Hey. Sorry. Are you okay? You're sweating. Yeah. I I was um uh, I, I was working out. You were working out. Uh-huh. Like squats <clears throat> and stuff. And stuff. I I'm fine, Cole. And did you do you still want to go to the movie? Yeah, yeah. Uh, just let me get changed. Yeah, sure. And are you sure everything's okay? I'm, I'm really fine. Because you can talk to me about anything, you know? <laughs> yeah, cool. I know. I really was just working out. Um, let me just get ready and we can go. Okay. 
Annika! Annika, are you okay? Can, can you hear me? I told you, I didn't want to see that! I was calling your name over and over. I didn't want to see it, him! It doesn't work like that. I, I can't hear you while you're here. You, you didn't say anything here. God, I can't believe you saw that! This is so embarrassing! Annika, wait, I... I... I didn't, I didn't see anything. Annika, is everything okay? Fine. What are you doing in here? Your dorm is across the way. Uh, I, uh, You and Harvey are getting quite close, aren't you? I couldn't sleep, is all. And Harvey's the only one here that I know, so I thought it might be... Would you like to go on a walk with me? It's like pitch black outside. In darkness, we find the lightest part of ourselves. Um, okay. Come. There's a beautiful trail we can walk. As you can tell, the damage caused by these two young women has been astronomical, and we have no way of accounting for what may have happened before they garnered media attention. As of now, the city has no timeline on how long it will take for the rebuilding of the affected area to begin. Dozens of people have lost their homes in the destructive episode, and the subway is still unusable. It's beginning to raise the question, how much are powered people really costing the city in damages? And when will there be a system in place to prevent the destruction these events are causing? The destruction we're causing? Could you be any more full of yourself? I personally was present at the most recent attack in Brooklyn, and I must say, I am fearful. I am scared of what's already happened and what could happen if we don't address the severity of the current situation. And I can't even turn this garbage off now. Urgh. Unreal. You don't even... Is anyone gonna tell this guy that he's the one who put powered people on TV in the first place? You know the TVs only go one way. He can't hear you. Oh, great. Another interrogation. I already spoke to your friends today. And they're not letting me regulate my morphine intake, so I'm not sure that I'm up for this today. Don't you think you're being a tad dramatic? You aren't allowed to question minors without a parent or guardian present. You watch too many cop shows. And you're 18. Happy belated. How did you- You had your ID on you when the paramedics brought you in. Along with five fakes, which is pretty impressive. I don't have to talk to you. Of course you don't. But I would like it very much if you'd consider it. Why? What do you want me to tell you? I was unconscious in Brooklyn. Everything I know about it is stuff that I've seen on the news from idiots like like this guy with the insanely coiffed hair. Justin Chang? He really is finding his ten minutes of fame here. More like ten hours. He's on every channel peddling the same crap. Thank you so much for having me today, guys. Remember to follow my updates on the situation as it unfolds. You can find me at Real Justin Chang. Is this what journalism is coming to? You're signing off with your Twitter handle? My daughter does that. What, finishes conversations by handing out her social media profiles? No. Talks to the TV like the people on the other side can hear her. And that she can change their minds. <laughs> I know what you're trying to do. What? Talk to you? Relate to me. 
play good cop and tell me about your probably non-existent daughter to humanize yourself to me. Classic interrogation technique. Yeah, which daytime procedural did you get that from? It's research. Are you very good at that? Research? Ah, and now you're fishing, trying to compliment me. When you find out that I'm not going to brag about everything like some sort of cartoon villain, slip up and drop one tiny piece of information to lead you straight to the end of the case, you'll move on to your next tactic. (laughs) Will I? And what'll that be? Threatening me, obviously. You know, something about, um, you know, all the crimes that I'm an accomplice to, aiding and abetting, obstructing a police investigation, etc., etc. I mean, you'll tell me some horror stories about jail and how someone like me would never survive there and how it's lucky that I don't have to because it's not me you guys want. It's Annika. And if I just help you guys find her, I won't have to deal with any unpleasantness. Well, you've got me all figured out, don't you? It's not very hard to put together. There's a reason they call them procedurals. Look, here's the thing, kid. I do have a daughter. She's about your age. And you know what you learn to spot in your kid? Especially when you're a cop. Hot, flaring hormones? Fear. Even when it's underneath an absurd cloud of bravado or behind a brave face, there's nothing clearer than fear in a teenage girl's eyes. But you're probably used to being caught on that, aren't you? I'm not scared of you. No? I suppose you're used to this, having a cop for a mom. What? Come on, Bailey. I know you've seen enough law and order to catch on. Once you're caught, it's nothing to figure out who you are. New Haven PD? It's pretty safe, but not safe enough, huh? Don't. 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 Talk about my mom. Does she even know what you're up to? Or did you just abandon her? Sneak out in the middle of the night? And Annika needed me. I Did you even bother to leave her a note? What is going on in here? Nothing. We're in the middle of a conversation. She's choking. She's being dramatic. She doesn't want to answer my questions. Mom, don't, don't, don't. You need to leave. She's under police custody. And she is a high-risk patient of this hospital, and this is what we call risk. So, Detective, you are going to turn around and leave this room and allow me to do my job. I will not. Unless you'd like me to call security. Though I'm sure it would be quite embarrassing for a member of the esteemed force of this great city to be escorted out in handcuffs. Fine. But I will be back. Bailey? Bailey, can you hear me? Yes. Okay. Okay, I know this is scary, but I just need you to focus on me and try to answer my questions, okay? You can nod yes or no for me, okay? Okay, good. Were you eating something when this started? No? Okay. Nothing in your airways, then that's good news. Are you allergic to anything? No? Okay. Okay, not anaphylactic shock. You're doing great. You're doing great, Bailey. Stick with me. Please, please, don't, don't, don't tell. Don't tell who, Bailey? Mom, Bailey? Mom! Bailey, listen to me. Are you listening? Good. You're 18. No one can release your medical information to your parents without your consent, okay? You, you can't. No. Bailey, you can't. The detective isn't going to tell your mom anything, okay? 
Can you take a deep breath for me? Good. Good, that was good. Here, take another one for me. Yeah. There you go. There you go. Thank you. It's my job. <laughs> um, right. Still, I, uh... Thank you, is all. What was that? You were exhibiting signs of a closed airway. Elevated heart rate was a byproduct of your brain thinking you couldn't breathe. But there wasn't anything for me to choke on. No. No, there wasn't. Then why was I choking? You weren't. What are you talking about? Of course I was. I couldn't breathe. It felt like, like someone was strangling me. I mean, I, listen to me. I, I sound like someone was choking me. You felt like you were choking. That doesn't mean you actually were. Renee, uh, call down and see if we can get a tech up here ASAP. This monitor is totally fried. Fried? Like broken? Is that normal? When a machine is close to the end of its life cycle, sure. How old is this one? Six months. Oh, uh, that uh, doesn't sound like a very long lifespan for such an expensive machine. <clears throat> um, we're going to run a few more tests. For choking? Bailey, have you ever had a panic attack? Are you warm enough? Um, yeah. This is heavy enough. You're a Yankees fan. Uh, oh, <laughs> no. This was just... We tried to blend in while we were in New York as much as we could. It helped that people didn't exactly know what we looked like, obviously. But looking like a New Yorker helped, too. And now I'm warm in the middle of the woods in the dead of night. So, two for one, I guess. It wasn't a trick question. I just wanted to know if we were mortal enemies or not. I'm a Red Sox fan. <laughs> uh, uh, no. No. I don't know much about sports. I'm surprised that you do. Eh, you don't escape a childhood in Boston without becoming a sports person. It's legally required. Oh. You... you seem... Um... Like a hippie? I was going to say anti-violence, but hippie covers it, too. I didn't always live away from civilization, Annika, but I do find this more peaceful. Can we just get this over with? Did you not want to walk? No, I mean, you know, the part where you asked me what happened and why I was so upset and try to get me to tell you my tragic life story. Do you want to tell me your tragic life story? Obviously not. Okay. Okay, you're not going to, you know, psycho-babble me until I talk? I'm not a therapist, Annika. If you'd like to talk, I'm happy to listen. But that's not something I'm going to force you to do. Oh. Good. Good. 
I'm sorry, it's just... Why are we out here if you weren't trying to get me to talk to you? I was going for a walk. You look like you needed one. In the middle of the woods, in the dead of night? There's never a wrong time to commune with the Earth. Right. Uh, thanks. How are you seeing anything in this darkness? It's like pitch black. It, your eyes learn to adjust after a while. Do you do this every night? Just when I need to feel a little grounded. Press the soles of my feet into the dirt and truly grow. Who were you staying with in New York? Excuse me? Earlier, you said we tried to blend in. Did you mean Harrison? Because she does not seem like she's tried to blend in a day in her life. Oh, um, uh, no. I meant, um, I, I was talking about my friend, Bailey. Bailey? That's a strong name. Sure. She's, a. Uh was. Bailey's strong. Was that her power? Strength? No, she... Um... Why didn't you have her join you here? Annika? Are you okay? Annika? She... She, did, she didn't have powers. Maybe, maybe if she did, she wouldn't be. Annika? She wouldn't be what? I just left her there. Just, just left her in the middle of... Now she, she's, she's gone. I didn't do, I didn't do anything about it. Hey, Annika, sweetheart, it's okay. Let's take a seat. Come on. There you go. I want you to focus on what I'm saying and envision it, okay? Do you feel the earth beneath you? Soft, damp? Feel how it's bending to give you a home, to take the burden of your weight and support you. But you're giving it something back, too, even if you don't feel like it. See how your warmth is seeping into the earth, cradling you? That's you, warming the earth so that it can warm you back. You're keeping it alive as it brings you back and welcomes you. Do you feel it? There you go. Welcome back. I'm sorry about that. Don't apologize. I'll, I'll, I'll find a way to fix whatever I've broken. I'm getting kind of better at that part, or at least I, I, I was. Annika, look around you. Nothing's broken. But, but I, I, I always... Are, are you sure that I didn't break your phone or something? Don't have one. Not out here, at least. Oh, I, I didn't. 
I didn't break anything. Nothing to break out here. Harvey! Are you in there? Ugh. Harvey, come on. I know I was kind of rude earlier, and I get that you might not want to talk to me. I wouldn't want to either. I... Listen, I know what it's like to share something scary about yourself with someone who swears they're going to be cool about it, and then have them totally lose it on you, but... I swear, that wasn't what I was doing. Mm. Harvey, I swear, I swear, I was just... Uh, I was just really not expecting what I saw, and I freaked out, but I swear it wasn't about you. <laughs> Harvey? I swear it wasn't about your powers! <gasps> This episode was written and directed by Marissa Tandon. It featured Mia Kadama as Annika, Julia Morizawa as Megan, Brigham Snow as Harvey, Jacqueline Emerson as Nurse Stevens, Alexandra Tandon as Max, Jordan Dumbruff as Cole, On Chu as Justin, Mia Drake as Bailey, and Tony Maddox as Clara. Original music is composed and performed by Gilberto Benitez. To keep up with our show, follow us on social media at SuperOrdPod. And for bonus content, merch, and to find out how to get our episodes two days early, visit our website at SuperOrdinaryPod.com. This episode was brought to you by Insufficient Facts. To listen to their show, visit their website, insufficientfacts.com. And now, please enjoy a sneak peek of their show. Hi, I'm Christiane. I'm Kyle. And I'm Raquel. Together, we make up the cast of Insufficient Facts, a new science panel podcast coming to your feeds November 5th. We're all graduate students earning our PhDs at UCLA and USC. Together, we wanted to create a resource that allowed science and research to be easily accessible, something we haven't had since our middle school hero, Bill Nye the Science Guy. The biggest thing we do as grad students is ask questions. Even those of us studying to be experts don't have all the answers. Here with Insufficient Facts, we're inviting you to start asking questions and together start finding some sufficient answers. You can keep up with us on social media at INFPod on Twitter and at Insufficient Facts on Facebook and Instagram. You can visit our website, insufficientfacts.com.